Can y'all hear me all right? All right. I always like to ask because I don't swap microphones. <laughs> Thankful this morning that the Lord's given us such a beautiful day. Thankful for my mom this morning. We had a uh, difficult afternoon yesterday, but praise the Lord for his provision. Praise the Lord, he allowed me to gather with my mama last night and my sister and my brother and uh, my family. And we laughed at one another. We loved on one another and what a wonderful time we did have. The Lord gave me this message here a while back talking about our mothers. Now the first mother mentioned in Scripture, in the Bible of course, is Eve. The very first woman in the Word of God, the very first woman, period. And in Genesis chapter 3 verse 20 it says, The man called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Now her name, Eve, literally means life. And all of our, our ancestry as we, I, I like ancestry.com, uh, I like seeing where uh, we came from. I picked up, uh, my, or I, my uh, uncle sent me an email here a while back and it was a picture of my granddaddy sitting on my great granddaddy's knee. He was just a little boy, about two or three years old, and he looks exactly like my son and my great-grandfather, Papa Charlie James. It looks just like my brother Jesse all those many years ago. It's just fascinating to me. And as I look back through our ancestry and history, I just find those things interesting. But all of our ancestry, this is something we all have in common, all of our ancestry traces its roots back to Eve, the mother of life. God created the first man and woman, and she went on to give birth to all of human life. Now, this didn't occur until after the fall of man. Now, according to God's Word, as we read it, uh, particularly if you read in uh, the book of Deuteronomy, the mission of a parent is to raise our children to follow God. I was talking to my niece the other day uh, about doing her son's baby dedication. <laughs> of course, we were joking, and she was talking about, can you do something extra special uh, uh, praying for him because he's bad? <laughs> During the baby dedication, and I said, no, sister, see, that baby dedication is for you. It's a charge to you to raise uh, your children to follow God. And to that end, God designed uh, the family as the primary unit by which our children are to be cared for, to be loved, and to be trained, and to be empowered. You see, that's not the job of the Sunday school teacher or the preacher or whomever, that is the job of mama and daddy. That's the way God designed it. And as we do this, 
uh, it requires both kindness and it requires discipline. I struggle with that sometimes. Discipline, being disciplined to do something. Stick with it. Being the Christian mother in this family unit that God has so designed, uh, it encompasses a great degree of tension. My son Landry James, uh, he, he causes a great degree of tension for my little wife. I love you, Landry, wherever, whatever vehicle you're in here. <laughs> but this mother, she must be kind, but yet still uphold the biblical expectations that God has laid forth. And she must still be able to let go of those children that she's nurtured. Now, as Christian mothers can attest, it is difficult to balance the natural instinct to protect your child from harm with the necessity to equip them for life as an adult. We want to baby them too much. I'm guilty. Mothers are reminded in God's Word to love our children, uh, to feel affection for them, to approve of them, to like them. <laughs> I know it's hard to like uh, you youngin' when they popping their gums and want to talk back. We need to have a kind attitude toward them. All the while, at the same time, a mother is to train her children to live a godly life. To discipline them and to help them discover how they personally can contribute to God's kingdom. Now I'm saying all of this, but this is not an easy task. It's hard. Jesus himself expressed a motherly heartbreak in Luke chapter 13 and verse 34, and this is what he said, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who were sent to it, how often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, but you are not willing. Part of a Christian mother's responsibility in equipping and training their kids is to explain and to embody the character and the holiness of God, even if their child rejects everything. Well, that's a tough one to swallow, isn't it? As heartbreaking as that is, we should draw comfort in knowing that Jesus Christ himself also dealt with rebellious kids. So what does a godly Christian mother look like? Well, many of you are familiar with this text. I've uh, preached from it before, uh, but it's found in Proverbs chapter 31. And we're going to read this morning verses 25 through 31. I'm going to give you just a second to find it. Proverbs 31, 
verses 25 through 31. It goes like this. Strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and on her tongue is the law of kindness. She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing. A woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. Father God, we're thankful this morning, Lord, for your word. God, I'm thankful for these folks that are here. Lord, I pray that they are touched in a mighty way, Lord. God, we know that your word will not return void. God, so I pray, Lord, that they are, they are blessed, Lord, they are fed, they are encouraged. God, I ask that you would this morning, Lord, that you would fill my head with your wisdom and my mouth with your words, Father, that you would move Chad James out of the way, Lord, and that you would speak. We love you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Lord, we pray that everything we do glorifies you. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now this passage of Scripture, if you go all the way back to verse 10, we didn't read all of that this morning uh, for the sake of time, but if you go all the way back to verse 10, it has uh, become known as uh, the description of a virtuous woman, a virtuous wife, a virtuous mother. Now, when we hear that word virtuous, it's important to know, uh, important to know uh, what that word means. It's having or showing high moral standards. Righteous, good, moral, upright, right-minded, exemplary, irreproachable, just, incorruptible. Think about all those words when you think about that word, the virtuous mother. When we ask, what does a godly Christian mother look like? God gives us the answer right here in this passage of Scripture. Now, our text this morning, these verses that we've read, can be broken down into three different sections describing three different parts of her life. Those parts that make her that virtuous woman, that virtuous wife, and that godly Christian mother. That first part is her character. Look at the first couple of descriptions right here in verse 25. It says, strength and honor are her clothing. These words describe the character of the woman who fears the Lord. Strength and honor are her clothing. 
He's speaking of her inward clothing here, and it displays divine wisdom, uh, and it gives her confidence to face the future with its unexpected challenges. Every mother here knows that when you wake up every morning, it's a new day. There's always an unexpected challenge. And the only way that we can be prepared with that is, is to have our inward uh, clothing covered uh, with strength and honor that only comes from God's Word and from His wisdom. That's the only way you can face those unexpected challenges. Verse 26, it says, She opens her mouth, uh, she opens her mouth with wisdom. And on her tongue is the law of kindness. You see, her teaching of the wisdom and of the law, which is God's word, are tempered. When we think about that word tempered, it, it, it means fortified. Y'all ever heard of tempered steel, right? Those words are, are, are fortified, they're tempered with mercy. And in verse 27 it says, She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. She is a skilled manager of her home. She is not lazy. Paul wrote to Titus and he said these words in chapter 2 and verse 5. It tells us uh, this as well, that is, it is not negotiable. It says if she doesn't, uh, then the word of God would be blasphemed. Remember when I told you I struggled with discipline? A woman is to be the skilled manager of her home. She's not to be lazy. Sometimes I want to be a procrastinator. Oh, I'll do it after a while. I'll do it after a while. In the case of myself and in the case of a mother, these things are, 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 are not negotiable. You've got to do these things. Or else the word of God would be blasphemed, and I don't want to do that, and I don't think you do either. The second part here that, uh, uh, that, uh, of a virtuous woman's life uh, that makes her virtuous is her family life. Look what verse 28 says. Her children rise up and they call her blessed. The virtuous woman, the godly woman, is greatly uh, respected in her house because she earns the respect of her family. We're doing a study on First and Second Timothy and Titus on Wednesday nights, and, and we're just getting started in it, and we will get to this. But First Timothy chapter 2, verse 15 says this, Nevertheless, she will be saved in childbearing if they continue in the faith, love, and holiness with self-control. There can be no higher joy for a mother than for her children to grow up and praise the Lord and praise her for the source of, source of the wisdom that allows them to lead a godly life. 
You see, mothers, I'm not just picking on you, saying it's all your responsibility, but today is Mother's Day. Father's Day is coming up. But it is our responsibility uh, to show our children the way to, uh, to, to impart the wisdom of the Lord upon them. That way when they grow up, they can lead a godly life. And I'm going to tell you what, both my children know the Lord. And no matter what kind of accomplishments they, uh, they achieve in their lives, whether that be uh, an honor roll or I got one boy that fishes and I got one boy that plays ball and all those accomplishments they earn in that are wonderful things, but nothing brings me more joy than to see them show Jesus Christ to a lost and dying world. The end of verse 28 there it says, after uh, the children rise up and call her blessed, it says, her husband also, and he praises her. Verse 29 says, many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. The virtuous wife should receive her husband's superlative praise husbands if you got one of them virtuous wives that we're reading about right here that last part of verse 28 her husband also and he praises her if you got one of them you better lay it on thick brother because you're blessed Of the many daughters, uh, it says his wife exceeded them all and was most excellent above the rest. The life of a godly Christian mother, uh, a virtuous woman, should reflect her Lord Jesus Christ to her family. They should see it all over you, mother. And the final part here is her spiritual life. Verse 30 says, Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing. You see, true holiness and, and true virtue command permanent. You hear me? Permanent respect and affection from the family to the godly Christian mother, which is far more than any charm or, or beauty of face and form. I tell my wife all the time that she is the prettiest woman in the world. And she appreciates that, but she appreciates it more when I talk about how beautiful her heart is. The woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. A woman who first commits her life to the Lord, then secondly to her husband, and then to her children, first the Lord. Verse 31. Give her of the fruit of her hands, and let her own works praise her in the gates. While she may receive material rewards for her selflessness, we did that this morning. We give them gifts. I sure hope 
uh, you did, husband, if you're here. You gave your wife something for Mother's Day this morning. But while she may receive those material rewards for her selflessness, her true reward will be the praise and success that she labored to bring to her family and to her community. You see, the results of all her efforts compromise her best eulogy. In closing today, I, I, I want to honor our mothers, our godly Christian mothers, not because of their flesh, but because they honor God first with their lives. They love their husbands, and they love their kids. But they love Jesus first. I'm thankful I had one of those godly Christian mothers. I'm thankful that the mother of my children is one of those godly Christian mothers. You see, I've been with that woman longer than I was in my mama's house. And I've watched her. She knew the Lord before uh, she and I started dating. And I'm going to tell you, I, I, I watched her. Uh, Jesus is her first love. I always took a back seat to the Lord Jesus. And that's the way it should be. I know my wife loves me and I know she loves our children, but she loves Jesus Christ first. And it shows. The godly Christian mother is obedient to him in word and in action. Because they fear the Lord, they teach their children to do the same. Mothers, many of you here have got young kids. I know a lot of you. And I want to tell you we appreciate you. But I also want to tell you that this morning, teach your kids to fear the Lord. Teach your kids to love Jesus. Playing ball and all those things are great. I love that I was able to teach my kids how to catch a bass and how to, how to uh, uh, play football and teach them all these things. But the most important thing you can do, Mother, is teach them about Jesus. Not only teach it, but live it in front of them every day. I had to stand yesterday beside a casket and preach a funeral. My nephew, he's 19 years old. And I saw his mother sitting there, broken. Her heart just wrenched. He was their only child. 
But you know what else I could see in her? Is the hope. You see, she took the time at a young age to teach that boy about Jesus. And that boy gave his heart and life to the Lord. As difficult as yesterday was, I could see a grin on her face because of the hope that she's going to see him again because she taught him about Jesus. Young mothers do that. If you don't do anything else, that is the most important thing. Teach them about Jesus. Let's pray. Father God, we're thankful this morning, Lord, for this day. Father, we're thankful for our mothers that you've blessed us with. God, we're thankful for being here with us today. God, I pray that each and every one here, Lord, has a blessed day. Lord, that, uh, that they're able to be with their mothers. Lord, if they're not, Lord, I pray that you would uh, be with them in your spirit, Lord, that you would comfort them. God, my heart just breaks for those mothers that have lost their children. God, I ask again, Lord, that you would comfort them, Lord, as only you can. God, I pray that you go with us throughout the rest of the day. Father, that everything we do, Lord, would just bring honor and glory to you. God, for these young mothers here, Lord, I pray that you would be ever-present in their lives, Lord. That your Holy Spirit and your Word would constantly remind them to teach their kids about you. Lord, to lead them to you. God, we love you. We thank you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Y'all have a wonderful Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, mamas. We love y'all. You are dismissed.